David Bozell here, your conductor for today. I had a fabulous weekend. I hope you had a fabulous weekend. I had a fabulous weekend. First weekend in God knows how long that was not totally 100% devoted to my children and all of their insane level of activities, sports, recitals, practices, travel this, travel that. So I did the very boring middle-aged dad thing of prepping my yard for mulch and then caught up on all sorts of uh, entertainment, movies and otherwise. I actually started Sopranos. I've actually never watched Sopranos. But I've just never gotten around to watching it. never had HBO during that time period. And I've just never, and then I started having kids and everything, life gets in the way. I've been always, been, everyone's been telling me, all my friends and my family, got to watch Sopranos, got to watch Sopranos. And so I sat down and knocked out a few, the first few episodes. But then yesterday I saw The Batman. Um, I can't for the life of me understand why anybody likes this thing. I just cannot. And I'm a huge Batman nut. But that movie was terrible. And the more I thought about it, the more I disliked it for a zillion different reasons. And if you don't care about spoilers, continue listening. If you do, log on off. But I really don't care. It's been a week and a half, so spoilers, here we come. But look, I'm not one for to go look or care very much. I don't go look for political inferences in my Hollywood viewing or my music, I mean, I just, I wouldn't, my attitude is I just wouldn't like anything if that stuff really, really bothered me. Um, but they're just, they're just all over the place. Catwoman declares two thirds of the way through to Batman that I guess more than anything, they're fighting white privilege. You had your one, one or two woke comments in there. That was, that was the one that I wanted. They're you fighting about. mobsters. Not white privilege. Bob Kane, who wrote Batman, did not have white privilege in his in his lexicon. And this whole thing, the, all the reviews are like, oh, they follow the comics. They're dedicated to the true to the true history of the comics. Which is the detective side of Batman. But he doesn't do any detective work. He does detective work the no, entire movie. No, he does not. No, he does not. She just stumbles upon a voicemail. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, her, the girl that they're trying to find. Catwoman's story arc is terrible. Pointless. Uh, oh, yes. Pointless. Yes. So they're trying to find her girlfriend, which the inference there is that they're, they're lesbians. Okay. Um, t- again, totally unnecessary. They're kind, of having, they're kind of stuck trying to figure out, I guess, okay, they know who does it. They know it's some guy named the Riddler. They've coined the taint, they've coined the, ter- the term, but she's trying to figure out who's kidnapped her girlfriend, and she like pulls out her phone. She's like, "Oh, by the way, I have a voicemail. She left me a voicemail." Like, voila! There's no detective work there. That's the, that's the start of it, though. The rest of the movie is detective work. No, it's not. Do they know who it is? No, they don't. Yeah. Because it's the Riddler piece in the beginning, but the person that they're really trying to go after is um, Falcone. 
Yeah, big deal. Falcone is the one who ends up actually taking the girl and having her killed. Why is that a surprise? That's the way it is in all these all Ooh, these comments. It's not that he it's a is surprise. a mob. He is a he is a mobster. They knew he he existed from the very beginning. Um, the scene where they say Batman figures out Batman's told um, Thomas Wayne's ordered a, a hit. His father ordered a hit on a reporter. And Falcone is the one who carried out the hit. That was no surprise. And then Batman goes, Bruce Wayne goes to Falcone and says, you know, is that true? And Falcone is like, yeah, unfortunately your dad wasn't like, you know, it, the, this uh, upstanding guy that he, that everyone painted him out to be. And then the very next scene, he goes and sees Alfred. Hey, is that true? And Alfred's like, no, that's not true. He just, okay. I just wasted my time for the previous 15 minutes. And Alfred corrects the record. Everything was about, like, they do the white privilege bit. They've got the same sex bit. Riddler is on YouTube recruit like recruiting things. And it's like, you could just, you could just feel it. Like, oh, see how easy it is to create a militia that hates the government on YouTube? Voila, Riddler has 500 followers. That's actually doing very th- believable, though. There are a lot of people... In the world, especially online, like that, that would one hundred percent do that kind of stuff. I understand. I understand. It, I, I understand that it's believable, but the whole thing is predicated on this notion that, like, oh, the Riddler is a source of disinformation and duped a bunch of followers into carrying out his dastardly act. Which his thing, his Paul Dano did a fine job. But when Riddler explains that, oh, I needed you, Batman. I recruited you because you were the brawn, and and I needed brawn, and I needed the heavy hitter to go in and extract these guys. Except for the fact that the very first scene is the Riddler breaking into the mayor's mansion and bludgeoning the mayor over the head. It, the, the two things don't make any sense. The Riddler put, puts himself up. He's like, wow, I'm just this, like, little baby kid who doesn't have any strength except he kills the mayor over the head with a with a carpet thing um uh this metal thing and then he he somehow picks off the police commissioner i mean he's obviously a, a skilled at extraction and sneaking in and budgeting people so his reason for bringing batman into his world falls totally flat. Well, I don't think so with that piece because he does want to kill Falcone, and he does in the end, but through that, he needs Batman to get Falcone out because he knows that he wouldn't be able to infiltrate that entire mob underground area without Batman. Batman had to do all the brunt work with Catwoman in all that aspect to actually get him out, and he explains that. He does explain that. What, in did, I, what did Batman do? I, I What? He sat there while Catwoman, I mean, here's Catwoman, right? She's supposed to, I guess she's the daughter of Falcone. Which was pointless. That pointless. did not need to be there. Totally pointless. Yeah. Who hangs out and works in a nightclub, but she's all goody two-shoes, and everyone respects her, but no one knows who she really is. But she doesn't do any, she doesn't do any of the drugs, sex, drugs, and rock and roll that all these other girls do. In the nightclub. And she's been there since she was a kid. I mean, come on. 
Uh, it's just too, it was too dark. It's too wet. It's too much rain. It's too. I, I can't see anything. I couldn't see the car chase. If not for the balls of fire, I can't see him evading trouble in a car. I still don't know what his car looked like. Um, it looked kind of more like an older Mustang. That's fine. Thing. I would have liked yeah. to have really seen it. Can't see it. Too dark. Why? Why did they end up making out? They've got death and despair all over them. And in the middle of the film, they go for the makeout scene. In the middle, they haven't solved anything. They haven't accomplished anything of great. They haven't solved the the, the crimes. They don't know who they're going after. And yet, we're just going to take a break to make out on a roof. Why? That was Why? towards the end of the film, right? The, the I know, it was about two thirds of the way through. I mean, it was so bloody long. It was just totally unnecessary. Um, what was the other? What were my other but complaints? That piece, it somewhat showed that she had power over him. Because if you notice throughout the entire film, Batman is... He's a- Batman! Yes, but... He, no one has power over Batman. That's exactly why they showed it throughout the entire film. Not a single person. He would never step down when it came to anyone. He would never back up. He would never initiate anything. But he talks like this, and he can barely hear him. And he's, he's like, Mother, may I? Can I come into the crime scene, please? And do my investigative no, he work? He just goes. You know, you know, he just stands there. He does what he needs to do. He observes. He and he doesn't allow other people to push him around. The but riddles, then, the riddles suck too. Yeah, they weren't that great. <laughs> they, yeah. They're terrible. Yeah, but then when she does kiss him, if you notice, he leans in, and then she leans in. That's the first time he like actually initiated something where she also noticed that she had more power over him. <sighs> I mean, there was that was the one. I could have done without scene. her completely. I could have done without her completely. Give me, give me a tight, nice tight movie where where a young Batman and a young Commissioner Gordon are trying to figure out the Riddler's plot. Could have done it with, could have done it without Catwoman, completely. Not to mention, all due respect, she was a terrible actress, completely, all the way through. The action sequences were terrible. They were, they were terrible. Which, all which all the good stuff is in the previews. Which one? And their previews are better, better outlined than the actual film. I mean, he's wailing. He's wailing. I mean, not that I'm a combat training expert, but that's not there. There is no choreography. You can just tell these things. There's just no choreography in any of that stuff. Um, that scene where he walks through the machine gun fire, that was better in the trailer than it was in the film. I wasn't a huge fan of that one. It was obviously for cinematic look of like because you it's all dark and the only thing you can see is when gunshots are going off yeah it was clearly for cinematic look i wasn't a huge fan of it i mean it was a cool cinematic you don't see shot, him do anything but as a movie like looking at it from like the lens of a movie could have done without <sighs> the biggest pothole to me was well a couple things one i the riddler's explanation was dumb because he can fight no problems the DA, the Riddler captures the DA, straps him to a car, the car drives into a church, everyone's all terrified, Gordon and all the cops are like, get out of the car, get out of the car, get out of the car. He gets up, he gets out of the car, his hands are in the air, okay, next to his face. The next scene is him 
the same DA sitting in the church by himself. Duck, he, he was duct taped while he was driving this car, while his hands were in his face. The next scene is him sitting in the chair by himself, still duct taped. And everyone's like, man, I wish we can get the duct tape off of him. And Batman's like, I guess I'll go in there and surprise everybody. And I'll, you know, snip the tape from, I'll rip the tape from his mouth and get him to talk. He was just standing with his hands in the air right next to his mouth. He could have ripped the duct tape off right there. Right there. I have another problem with that scene. Not with the duct tape piece. Yeah, he could have taken the duct tape off of his mouth and explained some more things to him. But my biggest problem with that entire scene is Batman is standing there watching this bomb countdown, and he's not doing anything. And then it blows up, and he's standing right in front of it. And later, like the next scene, nothing. You don't see any scars, nothing. Nothing. And yes, the Batman suit can probably take a, a good beating, but his mouth area and like the bottom of his nose completely uncovered. His he, whole face should have been so scarred up. He took a bomb to the face. Yeah. He took a shotgun, double barrel shotgun to the chest. To yeah. the chest. He took multiple arms of uh, uh, machine gun fire to the chest. That one, multiple the rounds. Suit, I'll, I'll give the the. I mean, I understand the. Uh, you got to suspend disbelief with that stuff. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, and, and and this is comic book stuff. But don't tell me that this is real and noir and authentic and true and uh, all of those different superlatives and then try to fool me in that a double barrel shotgun to the chest just doesn't bother a guy. It does bother him, though. He goes down after that. He has to take his uh, For a split second, and then, he, and then he just jumps up and goes, like, dumps into a river. That's because he injects himself with, like, adrenaline or whatever. Actually, I thought that part was cool. Yeah. Because that kind of is a Bane thing. His, yeah. You yeah. Know, that could have been where, where you can see where Bane might come up, come out there. I thought it was boring. Thought it was boring? Yeah, I thought it was boring. Too dark, too rainy. I could have easily fallen asleep if I really, if I kind of set my mind to it. The only reason I didn't was because my kid was there. But I really could have. Close my eyes. I could have been. It could have been it for me. The plot made no sense at all. It made he didn't sense. do any real detective work. He didn't. Yeah, he did. I mean, he. How? how what did he? What did he solve? At the end, he's like a witness saw someone drive away. Saw saw someone walk away from when where who was assassinated at the end. That that was Falcone. Falcone. Yeah, and then. Somebody calls into the police. A witness saw someone walk away. A witness, not Batman, not the not the detective, not even Gordon. We're solving crimes here with witnesses. We're solving crimes here with voicemails. Neither of which Batman found, or discovered, or had any clues about. But he did decode all of the riddles. There were bad riddles. Okay, yes, some of them were bad riddles and easy to decode, but there's the different piece of it when he actually had to go into like his bat cave or bat Alfred lair. did that. I mean, it's still detective Alfred, work with Alfred him. did all that stuff. Yeah, Alfred took the together. little Zodiac key. He was like, oh, that means that, and this is in Spanish, and there's a male version and a female version of a bat. And blah, blah, blah. Alfred. What'd you think of Alfred? 
I mean, kind of wasted. I think Andy Circus is terrific and kind of wasted. Like Alfred has to get like in all these Batmans, Alfred has to suffer suffer some physical calamity, you know, that befalls him. I mean, just I I I could have done. You could have had more Alfred. You could have had another Joker scene. The Joker scene at the end was forced. If you had had, if you had done one in the middle, which they've, I've read that there was a deleted scene that sounds very, very cool, that I think probably could have supplanted half of the movie, and you put that scene in there. Um, I mean, the directors described how they cut a scene of of the guys going to be the Joker in Arkham Asylum. Batman's already caught him. And he's trying to figure out who the Riddler is. He's trying to get a case profile. And so he goes to the one guy he's already caught. And it's, he hasn't turned into the Joker, but he suffers from some physical calamity where um, it's just like, it, it kind of like the Joaquin Phoenix origin, origin story where he can't stop laughing. And and so it's the beginnings of his mouth beginning to wide. I would actually wide. really like that scene. That would have been cool. That would have been really cool for the setup just for later That would have been detective work. I'm going to go to another bad guy that I found, see if I can get some clues. And maybe the Joker provides some clues. And maybe the Joker says, maybe he's got uh, uh, a, um, a master plan to corral all these criminals underneath him. That would have been, would have been cool. But I mean, you, you kind of used the penguin for that instead the the film used he the was penguin fine. for that he was fine but i i i just didn't his story was so tied up with the catwoman's that it could have been you could have dismissed it i don't think so cuz his story still was connected to all the drugs that falcone was pushing and then falcone got caught but in reality he was still in charge of it all so he ended up walking free but that's where all of the politicians and the white privileged people were all involved in that because they were the ones covering things up in these higher like political rings. So the Penguin was like an introduction into that step. Listen, just make a good detective movie with some cool action sequences and, and, a, and a tight story. Batman's, all superheroes movies, the best ones have good villains. Highlight their villains. Have have scary or all powerful villains. Those what it's little to do with the superhero itself, and more to do with the villains. That makes the better movies. Iron Man is a great movie, and its villain isn't all that scary or all that great. It's a good movie because you see his progression of him becoming Iron Man. That's I would say that's one of the only exceptions. There's ways to tell a good superhero story where it's not just like, oh, good guy versus cool bad guy. Iron Man was also filmed mostly in broad daylight, which was helpful because I could see something. <laughs> I can't see anything in the dark. I can't. I can't. I'm not paying good money to, to watch the dark. It was like Game of Thrones. It's like the whole Game of Thrones spread out over three hours. That, that final battle scene that you couldn't see anything. Game of Thrones part deux. It's just too dark, too wet. Catwoman's a social justice warrior. It's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. White, you know, we're fighting white privilege. Why? I almost burst out laughing. <laughs> I almost, I almost did. If it weren't for the respect that I have for my fellow moviegoers, 
I would have. I would have just burst out laughing. I mean, it was just, it was just that absurd. Um, Compared to the last three years, though, seeing this movie was a breath of fresh air when it came to all the woke craziness in How all these the time movies. is that statement? No, I mean, it was one woke comment in the what? last three years of just continual woke films. I, I don't see woke films. Who watches woke films? That's why no one's gone to the movies for the past three years. Well, I'm telling everybody now, save your money. Wait for this thing to come on a streaming if you want to take a nap. I mean, that's what most people do anyways now. It's just save your money because it's... The action sequences aren't cool. Patterson does fine. She just, except he talks too quietly. You can't really hear him. He doesn't command a room. He's like, uh, I'm going to go get that corn pop pony soldier. I think one thing that he does really well, though. <laughs> At is- least Christian Bale's Batman had like this, like, he changed his voice. <laughs> there wasn't a Batman voice change, yes. But... If you take away the Batman voice change, he does do a good job of portraying Bruce Wayne and also portraying Batman. You, it feels like two different characters. His hair is in his face the whole time. Yes, he's emo boy, but it doesn't matter. Like he, what is emo? Emo's like, oh, I hate my life. I'm the black eyeliner. Uh, hair Come in on, my face. I grew up in the grunge era. That's grunge. Don't say what's not. No, it's these emo millennials now. are just like stealing terms. That's that's grunge. That's right. good. Goth. If you want to even go that, go stretch. They're not Elmo. Yeah, goth, emo, kind of the same thing. I guess grunge. <sighs> but he does a good job Save of your money. two different things. It's a waste. He's not a... It's just not a good film. I would disagree, but... There's nothing to like about it. The story? The, the, the continuity story. of the characters? No. The no action. See, I don't. I, I don't agree with you on the action piece. I think it's awesome that Batman is actually getting punched and hit in a fight. It's very believable when Batman goes up against ten different guys in one fight scene where it's just an all-out fist fight. He actually gets punched. That's very believable because in a lot of other Batman films or superhero movies, you would see the superhero just go in and fight, and they would just destroy all of them. That's not realistic. When you're going to get against 10 guys, yes, you might be able to win, especially as you're Batman, but you're going to get punched a few times. Okay. I mean, Christian Bale's Batman got punched. Not that much, though. Okay, so he struggles to win a fight. He still wins the fights. Yes, but that shows a good action sequence and a believable action sequence. No, 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 no. Having having the title character getting, getting punched does not make a good action sequence. It makes a believable one. It doesn't make it good. Believable is usually good. And it's in not. My eyes for it this doesn't. One, it was it good. Do, it doesn't. It doesn't make it good. It's not a good action sequence. Well, it's what not was proper. your qualms with? Look, which was, give us an action sequence in that movie yeah. in the Batman. Yeah. Okay. So there were basically three main ones: fist fight with the clowns, the car chase, and the one through the hallway, and then I guess the final one. So four. The first three you saw heavily in the previews. Over and over and over again. You know, who are you? I'm vengeance. I mean, okay. I saw that in the trailer a thousand times. The car chase, he gets a, a, a ramp just falls right in front of him. That, yeah, I didn't like that. That was very unbelievable. Because you could, I mean. That was just such film luck right there. Yeah, and, and that's the only 
That's the only thing you see because you can't see the cars in the rain and in the dark. He's banging. He's like playing ping pong with tra- tractor trailers, just banging off of them left and right. He can't seem to drive. He's he not can, a very good driver. He can drive. I mean, he was able to hop onto the other the other track and be able to then hop onto the other one. I didn't still see hit that. It's too dark. Yeah, I mean, it happens. It's too dark. Uh, I, I can't see things. Also, like, if you noticed in the very beginning of the film when he first in the Batcave, the car is underneath, like, a sheet, um, and it's looking like they're working on it. And then when you first see the car in action, he tries to go to turn it on, and it doesn't It doesn't start all the way. It, like, starts up, and then it, it, it fails. And then all the bad guys are able to get away, and Catwoman gets away. And then he's able to start his car. It's good little continuity pieces like that. Uh, I mean, I guess I couldn't see any of that, so... I mean, I, I, I guess I missed that one. Cool. I paid $16.50 to watch Batman struggle to start his car. Anyway, it was terrible. Don't waste your money. Make better films, Hollywood. Okay? I don't mind. Look, if you want to lecture me, fine. Fine. I, I can take it. I know what your worldview is. But I, I in exchange for that, you gotta give. You gotta entertain me with a story that is somewhat compelling. This wasn't it. It was a very intertwined story. You I, had to I be don't following. Know what that means you had to be following. There's a lot of plot points that all connected to each other, and if you weren't following all of, all of them, it wasn't gonna pan out. There were two separate movies in there: Catwoman's movie and the Riddler's movie. But Catwoman's piece connected to the Riddler's piece. She no, was a very false, much so. Wrong. No, she was an intro into the Riddler's piece. No. Now, granted, how they completely tied Catwoman's thing with Falcone being her dad—that was completely unnecessary. It would have been way better if she was like an ex-lover or a, it's something else. Her being her father was pretty pointless. Her piece of working at the club, Batman's in with her, and then getting into the club and being able to undergo all this detective work to then find out the drug problem that backdated a while ago and then continually going on to the corruption that was happening. It was a good little connection, but clearly not to you. Somebody read when Catwoman kissed Bruce, a dude in the back yelled, why? (laughs) That was me. (laughs) I didn't say that, but I mean, yeah, I was wondering the same thing. It it was a little unjustified. They didn't earn anything. They, they they didn't earn it. I mean, Catwoman and Batman have always had sexual tension in every single Batman comic film that there is. So, I mean, you had to throw it in there. Have they? I guess they have. Don't waste your money. Don't get, don't get lectured. Pattinson is fine. Paul Dano is a Riddler is fine. But not good enough. It's not good enough, Hollywood. Do better. <laughs>